Hello, Sadiq. How are you? How have you been? Very well. Thank you very much. Okay. Uh, it's nice to have you on the show. Just so you know, this is the very first episode of Tech Buddies, Tech Printers, um series. So, like, you can actually give yourself a round of applause for being, like, the pilot, for being on the pilot episode of the series. So, yay. I'm clapping for you. You're not clapping for yourself. <laughs> so, um, just like I've explained before, this series is about um, telling the behind-the-scenes stories of people, of entrepreneurs in tech. We're not just talking about the good stories here. We're talking about the bad as well, the challenges and everything that comes in between. So let's just let's just start. Let's just start. So um, to start, give us a little introduction of yourself, who you are, and what you do. First of all, thank you very much for giving me, putting me on this show. Uh, it's an absolute pleasure. My name is Opoemi Sodik. I'm an entrepreneur, a tech enthusiast, and lover. I love fitness. Okay, so I run a small business called Swartex Solution a brand where uh, basically what we do is uh, merchandising or sales of gadgets and you know gadgets that just make that we use on everyday basis by everyday person you know and you know i also enjoy sharing information that can help people uh, that uh, get, get people acquainted to, to the tech world. Mm. Oh, okay. Uh, you said small business. Is there any business that is actually small? I mean, when I say small, I don't mean in terms of size. I mean in terms of the services that you offer or in terms of the troubles you have to go through. Well, I'll say small because by definition, if you, if your capital is um, 20 to even 100 million, uh, you still time as a small business. So, yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. Okay, um, before we go further, I'm kind of curious. Your business name is SWOT Tech Solutions. Yes. So how did you come up with the name? Well, um, it's simply that my nick is SWOT, all right? And, you know, I, I it, it uh, occurred to me at the early stage of starting out this business, you know, when I wanted to create a brand name that, um, although I'm starting out small and then there was no team on board, I'm starting out small, but let me look at the bigger picture. And in doing that, I had to see other services that we can offer aside from, you know, just solving the problem in the uh, merchandising part of, of, of tech in sales, you know, tech is broad. So, but also uh, we have to, I, I had to look at what can we cover that, we be supplementary to what we do. So that 
might also include expanding to uh, you know web development, uh, graphic design, or you know, so tech solution is more like it's all encompassing of uh, some the services that include you know sales of gadgets and you know video editing, graphic design, you know, uh, CCTV installation, and you know solar panel installation. So this is the broader picture of the business, but we have to start somewhere. And this is uh, the, the merchandising part is how we have a fear. So it's what we have put in uh, efforts in so far. I mean, from your explanation, I got to know yeah. that um, your, your business, your small business in the long run plans to offer a lot of services that has to do with technology. As long as it's a tech solution, you can yes. offer it. So the question yes. is, for now, what do you offer? So basically, right now, we offer services in the areas of uh, um, sales of gadgets and information, you know, that we break down information novice in the industry that doesn't have any background of tech, you know, to to get acquainted with that, with with what is going on around the world. This is important. Uh, we found out this also came out. We also came about this as a result of uh, you know a little observation uh, in places uh, in places of influence, in places where people are crowded and you know. What we find out is astonishing. What we find out is that, uh, you know, not tech savvy, so to say. And I remember in my years, a copper during my national service, computer was made all optional. You know, I, I for one, I, I did my best to impart more uh, on on the students at a different level and you know, we have to make it a matter of importance to bring that into our business by not only be, being uh, a, a, a brand that just uh, sell products that make people's life easier uh, and, you know, that, that they can use to make research, to learn, but also to inform them on how things are moving around the world in the most simplest manner. So that is just one area, yeah? And this is where we are focusing on now. Hopefully in the future, we expand to other areas, which I have mentioned earlier. I asked if you studied computer science. Oh, you did? Oh, I didn't get that question. Uh, no, I didn't. Uh, mm. So you're- story. <laughs> so you're like one of these people that would use yourself as an example and be like, you can be in tech even though you don't study tech-related courses, yeah? Absolutely. <laughs> and the testimony, you know, I actually, I studied accounting. Wow. I've had a knack for tech uh, for a long time now. It's not something, uh, you know, that I just, it, it's something I had to discover. It's not something that I would say is inborn. I'm of the opinion that everything we know, we learn. And, you know, I, 
one thing led to the other, all right? So sometimes as a child, uh, the environment you are, you know, you, you, are, you are being put in or that you find yourself can also influence um, your decisions, right? So study the accounting, but before that, way back, uh, you know, I've had uh, my first time working on a computer. I fell in love. I, I, I was astonished by, by the magic that can happen when uh, you, you know what you're doing. Even if you don't know what you do, it's just fun to me. And I've always thought this, I, this uh, I've got to, I don't even understand economics then or on how market works, you know, customers and, you know, but I, I knew this is something that can be a career. And yeah, over the years, I've seen colleagues, I've seen friends who also studied different uh, discipline aside computer science and, uh, you know, with, uh, web developers and uh, um, app testers, you know, and DevOps different in, in tech fully, you know. So that's it. Oh, that's, that's great. That is so great. Uh, you mentioned something that would lead me to my next question. I mean, you explained, you talked about how you've loved computers for a very long time. But the question now is, um, when did you start? Like, what was, yes, you saw something, you said, you mentioned you saw something and you feel a career could come out of this. But could you like pinpoint a time when it all started and then you decided, okay, SWOTS technologies or SWOTS tech solutions, pardon me, has to be founded? All right. So uh, you can actually connect the dots when looking backwards. And it becomes clearer that way. So, like I said, one thing led to the other, you know. I did a little bit desktop publishing uh, immediately after my secondary school. And, you know, that was when I had a basic knowledge on how to operate a computer. And uh, uh, fast forward to my undergraduate days, the first two years, you know, we, I, I took part in Cisco uh, certifications and, you know, my school was an ICT-based school. So, you know, took part in Cisco certification and I've always, you know, thought of it like this can, this can be huge, right? Uh, this, can, this can mean something. So the tech is huge. The tech industry is very wide and unless it's more, you just have to, have a focus so that uh, you can attract the right customers, right? So yeah. um, I had to, um, you know, not up until 2015. So uh, I came up with the idea that if this is going to be a career, you know, uh, then I have to like merge all the experiences I've gathered over the years and you know, bring something out of it. And fortunately for me, you know, there are, you know, I have people who I learned from who are already in this industry. So 
part of my experience was even after immediately after my two years I uh, in as an undergraduate I went for IT and that grounded me in sales in uh, you know marketing and sales and that experience shaped me it was then even back then I didn't know uh, I, it wasn't clear that I was going to be an employer of labor but you know it was then that I began uh, I formed the name Swartech Solutions which uh, was about it's going to be more than just the sales but there is, is there, the question that popped on, into my mind then was is there a market for this you know you know every 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 child that wants to uh, that gets into under level we always you know kind of picture how does this skill how does this career where does it end you know <laughs> so more like that and you're like okay can can you scale can you upscale uh, this is there a market for it you know over the years and you know going to seminars you know workshops and you realize that you know there is increasing number of people who are you know learning and the popular uh, and recently um, learning from home tele teleworking culture uh, have reinforced the fact that yes there is a market to be explored here but to your question that you know how did it how was it formed it was more like uh it, it was five it was uh, 2015 i think that's about six years ago now going going to seven years so and so far so good uh, i think i can say that it's a good idea which is likely to grow better into the future from your explanation this business started while you were on your internship, while you were a student. So I'm curious as to how, as to how you were able to manage your resources and time to start the business. Well, it was tough. It's tough juggling studies and, and uh, hustle. That's what I call it then. Uh, as, a, as a student, uh, but uh, I quickly realized that, you know, um, one thing that helped me was coming to the realization that uh, your friends, your colleagues are your first set of customers. And, you know, having to, having the boldness and the courage and from experience though, having the skill of a salesperson, you know, it gave me the confidence to, um, market even within the small uh, it's a pretty larger uh, population and that that kind of that's how that, that was like the stepping stone you know and it was some sort of encouragement and you know that's that's how that's how I, I was uh, it's hard juggling juggling both but it, it's, it was possible it's great to know that it was possible and the challenging times did not get you discouraged or something. Okay, so you mentioned that you discovered that using friends around you was uh, a good way to start up. Is there like any other strategies that you used? Is there any strategy that you used to you know, get more people? Yes, of course. Uh, and for the purpose of our listeners, uh, they should learn this. Uh, the first point I made 
was that, you know, and I usually tell anyone this, that I want to start and, uh, you know, thinking and still, you know, in the process of scheming and everything, I just say start. And uh, if they don't know how to go about it, I say, I tell them, you see, this is a game of numbers. You are in an, you are still an undergraduate and it's a perfect, it's the perfect time to start. All right. So your if if so if uh, the idea is that if your friends and colleagues buys from you, you know, and not because they like your face and you because it was because you are able to convince them, uh, you know, one sale leads to ten sale, and ten sale leads to hundred sale. You know, and it goes on like that. It gives you confidence to try the other means, which of course is true. Uh, uh, you know. And, and through that mean, you will get recommendation. Words of mouth is a powerful uh, marketing uh, strategy. And the other way is through paid advertising. So uh, having the knowledge uh, is, is another, having the knowledge of you know, paid advertising is another way that helped in promoting our product and uh, which is not much, there wasn't much of that as an undergraduate, but, you know, I learned early to incorporate that. So that way we were able to sell as well, you know, through paid advertising and through going to uh, seminars. And when you go to seminars, you know, you meet like minds, you meet people from different walks of life and disciplines and you connect and, you know, also, uh, true value and true relationships, you know, you expand, uh, you know, I was able to expand our client base. Did your priorities change along the line? Yeah, right. Yeah. It did eventually, you know. I made mention of something the other time that, you know, when, when I started, started alone and it was more like a side also, uh, but as time goes on, uh, when you begin, when I began to learn the business side of things and understand, you know, it's important to build a team and, you know, my priorities, yeah, it changed from just being a side as well to actually taking it as a real business. And the lesson there is that when you take a business as a business, it will pay you as a business, right? Mm. And, and, you know, when taking it as a side as well, the same goes. So, um, yeah you know, uh, responsibility to, to always innovate and, and, you know, find ways to satisfy uh, our customers and even increase our customer base. Uh, responsibilities to my team, you know, the priorities are to change, man. My priorities are to change. Like I said, in the beginning, you know, it was, I was running the business alone and uh, then, and as a side also, then I had to come to with the realization that, oh, this is now a business. And when you treat a business as a business, it will pay you as a business. And when you treat it as a side also, like I used to call it, uh, you know, you get the point. So, yeah. you know, I had to find people who are as energetic as I am and, you know, build a team. 
and you know then the priority shifted from you know just being a side hustle to you know now this this is this is a business this is real also and you know I have the responsibilities to uh innovate and you know satisfy our customers and even bring in new customers and responsibilities to my team and yeah of course priorities are to change. Mm. Oh, that's that's great. So, and then I I asked what your driving force was, like what is it that keeps you going? I know it's a general saying that entrepreneurship is not for the weak. So, what it is that what is it that keeps you going every day? Well, entrepreneurship is hard. Um, however, you create the business. Now the business shapes you. First you create the business, then the business shape, shape you. So, uh, well, you have to uh, be grounded in a way to, to be able to, you have to have, it takes a lot of heart uh, to make, to run a business. You know, most businesses, like they say, uh, be, uh, cease to exist within their first five years. And, you know, you want to make sure that you do not only start, but you thrive, right? So, um, you know, you realize that in the process of, you know, trying to uh, improve your business, you are also improving yourself. If you want your business to grow, you know, you have to grow. So um, that, that the business is not, uh, you know, being an entrepreneur is not totally, uh, you know, it's, it's not totally a bad news. Like the process, we shape you into becoming a better person. You know, the fact that you have to wake up every day and, you know, constantly develop yourself, innovate and, you know, and sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't work. Literally, the process uh, is what drives me. It's my driving force. And I also owe it to my team and those that believe in the brand. You know, when, when you see a satis smile on a satisfied customer's face uh, and when, you know, someone appreciates uh, your time, your, your efforts, uh, beyond the money, the monetary value exchanged. I think that is what more than anything that has been, you know, a, a, uh, the very reason why, you know, I started sorting solution in the first place and, you know, it keeps driving me. Mm -hmm. That's pretty cool. I mean, there's nothing more encouraging than eating that believes in the vision of the business and kind of yes, keeps the energy going. Yes. yes. Okay. So um, let's, let's talk about um, your challenges. I mean, you've talked about self-development, of keeping going every day, of having a great team, of, not, of persevering and not, uh, not getting discouraged the joy of owning a business. Now let's talk about the challenges. What challenges have you faced? What 
Are there like is there like one or two major challenges that you face that one point that made you like rethink your decision to start the business? Yeah, there are a lot of challenges that you know we are faced in the in the course of running this business, and uh, you know, but I will mention a few, and a major one. Major one is is the um, accelerated cost of items of of shipping, so to say. So logistics is a big part of our business, in getting it down from our suppliers and getting it down to to clients. But let's focus on the supplier part. You know, uh, part of how. Part of what we as entrepreneurs, or I, I, our company, what, what uh, you know, the vision that we have is having a Nigerian company or an African company that 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 couples or that develop, you know, some of these gadgets, right? So because what we have currently is that we, ninety nine percent of the gadgets that we sell in Nigeria. And you know that's a big issue. You know, you know, uh, logistic company keep increasing their rates. Even as of January, they have increased. The local locally, have, the rates have been increased, and you know, internationally, it has been increased. So that's a big one. And you know, on on the self, on the management part, on the, the stakeholders. You know, I for one, I can say, you know, uh, the mental stress that come with all of that. You know, imagine a situation where still talking about the inflation, uh, where you know you are supposed to stock up at a particular at an expected price, then you know you have to take out of your you know personal money to to add to. You know, it's always a challenge, and you know. Uh, so so and, and another part is, is the uh, emotional toll that. It takes on you, you know, going through all of this, and you know that can be, you know, really challenging if you have to be more than driven to be able to these storms. That, that's that's great. I mean, most especially the emotional part. I guess each time you face each of these challenges you kind of like learn one or two lessons from them. Lessons that maybe cement your belief in your business. Am I right? Yes. Yes. Okay, cool. So um, you, you, you've talked about the challenges. Uh, so it, it kind of like, okay, what if there was someone right now someone listening at the moment that wants to, you know, venture into being an entrepreneur in tech? Is there some kind of unspoken truth or something that people don't talk about enough about being an entrepreneur in technology? Yes, yes. So first is the lesson, if I get your question, right? first is the lesson and the second is the unspoken truth in tech, right? Yeah. Okay, so yeah. Every day, this is the fun part of it. And it may sound like the stressful part, but it's the fun part that every day 
uh, you know, it's more like you are testing. You know, you can have all to tell you this is the direction we are going. The market decides. All right. So, um, so if every day you have to, you learn something new, you know, uh, in dealing with people, dealing in dealing with products, and you know, trying to uh, provide a service, you will always learn something. And and you know, if there's any lesson for me whenever times are tough, is is that you know we just embrace it and try to find a way around it. And if we are able to still meet our goal despite the setbacks, it becomes, you know, it solidifies, uh, it becomes a, a booster, you know, for the team. We set our monthly goals and we are able to, to, to strike it. You know, it becomes, you know, it, 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 it just reinforces the belief in you that, oh, you are made for this, and you know, if you continue that part, there is going to breakthrough. So uh, another thing is that what is mostly unspoken of, I, I want everyone listening to this right now to understand that uh, we cannot just remain, you know, maybe vendors or consumers. It's one thing that has not been talked about uh, a lot. We need to move up a, at least up the ladder, you know, up, up the chain a little bit. You know, we we are we are vendors or we are, you know, uh, designers or if whatever you are in tech, there are people that design what we used to design, you know, there are people that design what we used to. So we, for instance, you know, and, and that's where the money is, that's where we you can make most impact, you know, that's where, you know, you can branding and and explode. We need a lot of things to export out of Africa. So anyone you know listening to this should just always think of a bigger picture. We are not thinking in a global on a global perspective, right? So we should always uh, we should try and endeavor to look at the bigger picture. If we are you know vendors, let's think about how we are going to begin to develop our own gadgets. If we are, you know, cars, everything. If we are, uh, you know, developers, what's the software that is being used for developers? Now we have Adobe suits being used by creators, you know, to create stuff. There are some people that are created, there are some, it is Adobe suits. We, we, we need, so we need more startups and, you know, that will actually begin with having a mindset of, of uh, you know being creators, for me that is less talked about. You know, and you know uh, there have been significant uh, you know startups in, in the last couple of years, and we need more of that. So we need more tech creators in our space as well, not just tech. Moving, moving up to moving up to the administration side of things, you know, yeah. is important. Yeah. That makes absolute sense. That makes absolute sense. Okay, um, let's get away from from the intense part of it. Let's talk about your role models in technology. Do you have any role models, maybe in or even out of the tech field? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, for me, as a person now, 
uh, I have like two people that I look forward to, that I learn from. Uh, my role model, you know, Elon Musk for one, and also Jeff Bezos. And it's not because, you know, they are the big names, but I'll just say that what, what I love about them are their work ethic. Uh, work ethic for Elon Musk and the fact that he revolutionized marketing. So how is market, how has marketing traditionally been done is to uh, spend billions of dollars in ad budget for maybe a decent product or a, or a very good product. But, you know, Elon Musk took it a little bit different and did a, an extraordinary, uh, you know, product. Uh, and all he had to do is through his personal branding, you know, sell this product. He, he spends no, uh, not much or likely uh, nothing on marketing. And just, you know, like product, you know, let the world know about it. And, you know, through his influence, uh, I think uh, the social capital is eventually paying off, you know, how he was able to do that. So it, it translates to me that you are the brand, you know, the CEO, although it's a whole lot of people, thousands of people, but you carrying the vision and uh, everybody uh, clicking in on that vision is, is very important. And also Jeff Bezos, I'm a very big fan of Amazon and I've learned Service, like, customer service for me, to me, is second to none in the world. Like, I've practically used them and it's amazing. Amazon is a customer focused uh, brand. And I remember starting out, Amazon was the idea behind Sortex Solutions. You know, starting out, you know, there was little or no capital. And yet, we were able to uh, provide product as at when clients needed it. So Amazon have no real product of, uh, of themselves. And yeah, they are Amazon. So that, that's a, a, a very complex uh, system that they, they've set up. But, you know, it means that, oh, anyone that once you have integrity and you have the know-how of, you know, how to handle uh, the information behind your product, you can begin to talk to suppliers that can, you know, that can leverage on that your ability to to of being a good person or of being a person that has integrity, and you know talk to suppliers that oh you can do this and you can. And once you are once you can sell, then you know leverage on that to to start. And as you begin to go have profit, you too can begin to have your product. So yeah. Good talk. Um, I'm actually looking forward to what has in store for people for 2022 and and be like um, I'm really anticipated. So, um, quick question: over over the five years that this business has started, you have got knowledge on the way. So my next question is this, if you had known what you know today, what would you have done 
the business. That's a beautiful question. Um, uh, I would have, to be honest, I would have started out with a team, as a team, you know, as an important part of it, you know. Uh, we are, we are each, each, each person uh, have been deposited up in them, um, different skills, different uh, uh, abilities that can make things happen so it's uh instead of instead of uh, starting out alone and you know trying to wing it people have been uh could have started out as a team and you know leverage on that it makes things really really easier the whole the whole journey is going to be hard but if you start with people at least with right with the right mindset and understand your vision it, it will be a, a less harder that's that's what i would say and mm. another thing yeah. that's 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 more that's more like it it's that's that's extremely true i think people are that resource that you actually mm. can't do without mm. okay what i mean business has been going on for five years now would you say i mean it's been successful from the way that i've seen it but tell me what's your own definition of success well success to me is not an end success is not the end i'll just say that uh, as a business person success is you know reaching those milestones that you are set for yourself and you know uh, if you are able to all, all those small wins if you're able to accomplish them and you know make some tweaks to your business and you are able to to uh, you know see the result you know having you know you'll be proud and you become more confident in in proceeding so it's not like an end it's more like a stepping stone you know until uh, this thing so even if you wish that this brand, uh, your brand becomes a global brand. When it becomes a global brand, it still has the responsibility to, to still be more. So then success will be the small, small wins in the process and not the end because there is no end, especially if you are a beauty brand that can cut across generations. So uh, we can say it's successful, but if if there is no process, if if there is no nothing going, then it, it wouldn't uh, remain what it was. It will continue to remain what it is. So process is those small wins that you get, because uh, not every day is going to be really rosy, but when you get those small wins, it is it gives you faith. And confidence. I've got to say, I definitely, definitely love that definition. It's a process. It's not an end. It's the small wins. It's crossing off your milestones of the list. I mean, yeah, and, and and if you if you if you go if you can go for so long without quitting, 
you've won. You've mm-hmm. won. If you can move from failure to failure without losing enthusiasm, you've won. Wow. You win. That was insightful. <laughs> so any, any, let's see, extra words, any final words for our listeners? Oh, yes. Um, we are living in an attention economy and it's so easy to get distracted and, and to, to be distracted from your goal or your dream or whatever it is you, you want to become. It's so easy to pick other people's goals and, and journey and want to take it up as your own. Uh, but if you can just be focused and be committed to whatever it is you believe in and find those who also uh, share similar characteristics or even better, uh, then you can, with, with, it's only a matter of time. First, that dream that you saw. And uh, I said, in, in business, I think one of the ways to be successful in business uh, uh, is to, as a leader, is to find those people who are not only as dedicated as you are, as, as smart as you, but those people who are smart you. Because for a business to grow, it has to, it, sometimes you, there may be decisions and you think your decision is the, is the best for the company. And if you have smarter people who are even, uh, uh, you, you may have to just scrap your decision and let the best decision win because um, that's the goal, is not to be selfish. And people should collaborate more. People should be open to share ideas, space, time, money, and resources in general, and not have the mentality of, uh, it's all about me. You know, every business that you set up out there, you are removing someone from the street. If you look at it from that perspective, then uh, you want to set up something, you want to start a business. If you feel and you think that you are, you are about to be an entrepreneur or an employer of labor, please go ahead and, and do it because you are not only contributing to yourself, contributing to your immediate family and the society at large. Mm. As insightful as always. Wow. That's a load of, not load, loads of messages, loads of lessons to learn from. Thank you very much, Nick. I really appreciate you doing this. I hope in the future, if there's a need to do this again, you'd be able as well. So, yeah, that was so deep. Are you a CEO? Should I call you CEO or the MD? Well, I like to define myself as an entrepreneur. Come again, please. (laughs) (laughs) I I guess the manager. And if you want to uh, reach out to us, we are to major touch points on uh, Instagram, 
and WhatsApp. Uh, the company's website is under development. So uh, Instagram has SWOT gadgets for any, even consultation is free actually. And if you need any information on which gadget to get, we are right one for you. For, also for high-end laptops and uh, business laptops, you know, not only laptops, but gadgets generally, that's where to find us. Okay, that's it. Thank you once again, Sadiq. Yes. Yeah. Thank you for for encasting your knowledge. Yes. I mean, yes. I have a new view on entrepreneurship now. I've never been one. Maybe I won't be one very soon. The needed encouragement. <laughs> it's a pleasure. Okay, Thank you so much for bringing me on the show. Have a right. wonderful evening. Yes, you too. Yes. Thank you. Yes. Thank you.